blessings, blessings. This is the end of the year. It's December. Um, my next uh, podcast. Um, this is my big testimony. I'm a little bit nervous about this one because usually your testimony, you know, um, is something that's heavy. I don't know many people who have a testimony that's, you know, one day I just woke up and I decided I was going to follow Jesus. It's usually not that simple. It usually comes with a lot of wilderness or maybe not a lot, but you, you, come to a point where you know this just isn't working and I need to give God a try regardless I've heard a few stories of people who were in some situation where they were literally possessed or trapped and the one thing that they could say was Jesus and it set them free and it taught them to rely on the name of Jesus and then there's my testimony of just being lost in the wilderness for a long time until you just get tired of it and you're ready for something different regardless of what it is just something different anything different than what you're doing and so I'm going to share what that was for me so my husband if you've listen to anything about me (laughs) you know that my husband is the reason that I came to know the Lord Uh, very early in our marriage we met in boot camp and then right after boot camp we went to a school uh, and we went to a school in the same location in Pensacola and he was in school for three weeks I was in school for a couple months so he flew out and then flew back and married me and then this was all within three months and when we got stationed together neither one of us had an apartment he was living on the boat I was I had a barracks room Uh, I was a walking distance to work on base. And so he would spend the night in the barracks room. I had a roommate. So we had this, I don't even know if it was a twin size bed, y'all. It was small. But we made it work because we get love. You know, you make it work. And so there was just one incident where I don't know where the Bible came up. But he was just asking me about it. And I'm like, what is the big deal? Bible just means book, you know. And he was like, well, if you don't believe in the Bible, how are you going to go to heaven? And that just kind of shut me up for a minute because I was like, well, you know, I do believe in heaven. Uh, I, I never thought about the instructions on getting there. So it just kind of, we ended it right there, but it definitely planted a seed, you know. And so my husband was the starting point, the rolling stone of my testimony And the other part of just my big testimony that I want to call this is the real happily ever after in marriage. Because one of the reasons that I got married is because I assumed that once I got married, all of my love problems would be over. (laughs) I just really wanted to be loved and I wanted to be, I wanted to be felt that I was important to someone, that someone could make me feel like I mattered because I didn't know what that felt like consistently and I wanted to feel 
unconditional love. And I thought that if I got married, then boom. And if you know me enough and listen to a lot of my different testimonies and just things about me, you'll, I guess I'm a quick fix kind of person. I think like, oh, if you do this, then boom, you know, (laughs) I'm learning that's not really the case. And so I thought that if I got married, then boom, you know, the love, feeling loved wouldn't be a problem anymore. But if you're married or if you've read the Love Languages book, if you have a relationship with anybody that's lasted more than seven years, then you know that you're different than other people. And sometimes you're not going to see eye to eye and you might have space from the other person and that space might make you miss that person. And that space may be good, you know, because that person was driving you a little bit crazy. But either way, um, my point is marriage was not what I expected It was definitely hard, and being in the Navy was hard, and trying to figure out budgeting was hard, and life was just hard, and we both dealt with that in our different ways, and with me being in a workshop full of people who were having a good time the same way that I wanted to have a good time, I took things too far because I was married, and so I ended up doing all kind of stuff besides everything I was doing was pretty much wrong (laughs) looking back Um, but the one thing that I was doing that hurt someone else was I was being unfaithful physically to my husband but I was being unfaithful to God I was not doing my own body any good because I was drinking I was staying out doing all kind of crazy stuff just not in a really good environment I thought I was having fun and I was having fun to me that was fun for the lifestyle I was living at the time but I still did not feel the love and security that I was seeking at the end of the day it was that moment of fun and just getting lost and carried away I suppose if I had an addictive personality or if I had been introduced to it I could have very easily have been a drug addict luckily I just I don't know the dare program worked on me you know (laughs) for some things (laughs) Um, but anyways moving forward uh Yes, so marriage was hard, and so I became self-destructive, and after a while, I just got tired of it, and I wanted something different, and I testified at one point that I thought that if I got baptized, you know, that would take me out of the wilderness that I was already in, not realizing that baptism puts you right back in the wilderness because it's God testing your faith he's testing your love he did it to his own son so he's definitely going to do it to us you know I didn't know that at the time I wasn't reading the Bible remember Bible just means book I was (laughs) I thought I could figure it out there were enough people around me that you know we'd figure it out together not knowing that this book contained a lot of wisdom and so as I began to seek God we ended up uh, moving to another state because I prayed for the Lord to just remove me from the situation. If you could just take me away from here. 
and give me a fresh start. And he did. We went to Florida and we got plugged into a really good church. I met some really good people. I got plugged into the choir, which is really interesting because if you know me, I'm a little bit late for everything and getting plugged into the choir helped me to be on time. And it really, really introduced me to the Lord in a new way. And it helped me to dig into his word, you know, um, a lot. And during this time, uh, there was something called a Mark Summit, M-A-R-K Summit. I didn't know at the time that summit means mountain. If you didn't know, it's okay. I didn't know it either. But during this time, the church was asking anybody that wanted to participate to fast in every way uh, they had lined out. And my husband wasn't for it, but me trying to find another quick fix. If I just do this, I won't feel bad anymore and everything will go away, go away and God will take care of it. And um, it was during this time, my husband was asleep one night and I was just so burdened with the weight of everything I had done and trying to feel perfect in our marriage, knowing that I had all of these things that I had not told my husband about, and I was tired of living in a falseness. I felt like I'd I'd always lived that way, like growing up, I'd always lived in this falseness, and I just wanted it to be honest, but not only did I want it to be honest, I wanted it to be different this time, and I was so scared that if I could confess everything to him, that he would leave me, because he had every reason to. But I argued with the Lord. I could literally feel his presence in our home pushing me to tell him, Tasha, if you don't confess your sins, how am I supposed to help you fix anything? And, you know, I was like, if you can just fix anything, you're God. You can just take this and you can throw it away and, you know, and we can be good. I don't have to tell my husband anything. And he was, you know, if you don't want to live a lie, how are you going to change that if you won't make the first step? You know, it was really a big, 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 big back and forth. And so I was angry also with my husband because he could sleep through all this. Like, how could you not notice what's going on? And I know he noticed what was going on because I was doing a lot of stupid stuff and giving really stupid answers when he would ask really obvious questions. Um, But I woke up my husband and I told him I'd been unfaithful to him a lot more than he had ever known about. And we just had this really big confession time and a lot of hurt came out and we went to bed and we finished the fast. And honestly, for me, the very next day, I felt like I could breathe differently. It was almost like the sun was shining inside of the house because it was all out, you know. And at this point, I knew that my husband didn't want to leave me. He had told me the night before, I don't want to separate. I want you to take this marriage seriously and choose nobody else but me. And I... I told him I need you to start paying attention to me in this marriage, you know, so that I don't want anybody else but you. And it was just really hard, but it all came out and it felt really, really, really good. 
And it was because I trusted the Lord. I don't know if in any other situation, if it would have come out that way. You know what I'm saying? So, and that kind of brings me into another point of the difference of baptism of water versus baptism by spirit. I thought that being baptized by water was going to solve everything. But it wasn't until I followed in obedience and I had confessed my sins, um, not just against the Lord. I had to say them out loud with my mouth, you know, Um, I confessed them. I believed in him and I trusted and I dug into his word to see what his promises were. And it was a slow process. And that very same month, uh, we got pregnant with our son and a little bit after that my husband was deployed for six months that was our first period of time of testing um, since everything had come out and I have to be honest there was some temptation that had came in a few different ways I guess not a lot too crazy but it was definitely some temptation where I had a choice of even flirting because flirting can lead into something else you know what I'm saying like you it's hey anyways but I had a moment and I talked to Satan because that's what Jesus did he said get out of here Satan you have no power here you know I made sure to see you know what did Jesus do while he was in the wilderness (laughs) because I felt like this was my round two this was round two you know what I'm saying so um And that's what Jesus said, get out of here. That's what I told Satan. You know what? This is hard. You're right. This is hard on me right now. But you got to get up out of here. There's a new presence up in this household. (laughs) And it ain't you. You're out. Uh, Jesus is in. And, And it, ah, our marriage has been so good. It has not been perfect. I drive my husband crazy every day. You know, he drives me crazy every day. Our kids are crazy. The dog is crazy. Everybody's clingy. We all want to be touched and loved. And then we don't want to be touched and loved. But it's different. It is, I don't even know. If you don't know that fulfillment, um, I understand if you are afraid or if you, I don't know. But you can trust the promises. And what are those promises? I wanted to talk about that too. The promise that held me closest to God during that time was because he said that he would give us a new heart. And that's what I felt like I needed. I felt like my heart was screwed up. And he promised, he promised in three different places places in the Bible, in Ezekiel, in Deuteronomy, and in the book of Jeremiah. In each of those books, he promised to give us a new heart. And I believe in that. And I believe that I am a new creation. And I want to share that testimony. Um, I'm at my 15 minutes. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you.